Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey folks, it's Owen here from the Scottish History Podcast. Welcome to the first ever Scottish History Podcast Whiskey Wednesday, where every Wednesday, or near enough every Wednesday, I'm hoping to release a new review on some whiskies uh, from around Scotland, preferably single malts. This week I'm going to be starting with one of my absolute favourites, as I've mentioned in the podcast a number of times before. So why don't you join me for the first ever episode of the Scottish History Podcast's Whiskey Wednesday. So yeah folks, I've been talking about this idea for quite a while now in doing whiskey reviews. Uh, I do really, really enjoy drinking whiskey. I don't get much of an opportunity to anymore because, well, I work night shifts so I don't really have uh, any kind of social life uh, when it comes to outside of work as such. Um, also, drinking first thing in the morning, I, I feel just a little bit strange, although for me it's night time, you know. Uh, but anyway, I'm going to tell you a little bit about uh, Tamatin this week uh, for the first ever episode and uh, most importantly to introduce to you the Tamatin 12 year old single malt whiskey. Now, I don't know, that these, this is probably a rubbish camera to be using um, but this is Tamatin 12 year old single malt whiskey and this was the first ever whiskey that I fell in love with so understandably would then of course have to be the first whiskey that I would review um, so first of all I'm going to tell you a little bit about Tomatin Distillery and basically what they do and where they've come from of course wouldn't be the Scottish History Podcast without there being a little bit of history involved so Tomatin has been a long firm favourite of mine uh, basically since the first time that I uh, ever went to the distillery uh, and as I mentioned before it was the first ever single malt whisky that I fell in love with the story behind it was I was training as a tour guide and on our way back from Loch Ness one day we decided to stop into the Tomatin Distillery and we got a free tasting, we got to watch their uh, their uh, marketing video as well and uh, I mean nothing tastes better than free whiskey of course but after the first sip of that whiskey I knew that I had to go and buy myself a bottle uh, and I went and bought myself a bottle and since then I think I've bought two, three, four or five in fact just down here uh, this is a distillery only um, bottling which I bought myself for my birthday a couple of years ago. Now this was, uh, let me see, this particular bottle was distilled on the 18th of January in 2002 and it was bottled on the 21st of January 2019. Um, so I think that makes it 13 years old. Uh, it's uh, Pedro Jimenez um 
cask as well. So uh, this was a, a very rare treat for me for my birthday. It comes in this lovely uh, little uh, cardboard box that's got magnets and everything. It's, it's absolutely fantastic. Lovely display box. But even better display box than that one is this one. And it's an absolute beast, especially when you've got a bottle of whiskey on it. And this lovely... Uh, lovely wooden um, box. Now this box is actually from a 36 year old bottle of whiskey. Um, I've never bought a 36 year old bottle of whiskey um, so I'm not going to tell you where I got this box from um, but you know it's a secret that's safe with all of us uh, but inside of this one um, is uh, a limited edition 15 year old Muscatel wine um, cask finish uh, tomatin so yeah very nice um, but I just needed uh, something, a placeholder uh, a whiskey to put into <laughs> into this box and uh, yeah it's very unbalanced because the, the shape of the, the bottom of the box to hold the bottle is wrong so yeah uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is all a bit uh, strange and new to me uh, being in front of the camera um, but yeah so I, I have bought many other whiskies before um, I've also mentioned the 14 year old I've got a couple of bottles of that back in uh, back at my mum and dad's which of course I cannot visit in the moment due to lockdown as they're in a completely different district from me uh, however I've also got quite a number of bottles of the 12 year old single malt too so basically, Tamatin is a very small village. It's about 18 miles south of the city of Inverness in the Highlands. That makes Tamatin single malt a Highland single malt. Uh, it's a bit confusing because the original name for the company was the Tamatin Spay um, Limited. Uh, so that makes you think that it might be a spay site. However, it's not. It is a Highland whisky based in the Highlands of Scotland. There's probably been an illegal, um, or there probably was an illegal still uh, on the site of Tamatin Distillery from around, from some time in the 1500s, uh, so the 16th century, but the first ever distillery, uh, so the first legal distillery built at Tamatin was in 1897. So it was established in 1897. Nice and easy for me to remember because I'm 1987, uh, was my. Um, uh, birth year so yeah 1987 so 1897 nice and easy for me to remember and uh, again that was uh, first established under the name the Tomat and Spay Group Limited uh, this company went bankrupt only nine years later in 1906 in 1909 the distillery was once again reopened under new ownership this ownership continued until 1986 when the Tomatin Spay Group Limited was liquidated. That same year, uh, now actually, sorry, I want to um, change that. It's 1984 the Tomatin Spay Group went, out, uh, went into liquidation. In 1986, however, the distillery was taken over by Takara Holdings um, and the distillery then became known as the Tomatin Distilleries Company Limited. 
Now, Taman itself means hill of the juniper bush. Juniper wood doesn't smoke. So apparently it was uh, the top choice of the illicit distillers back in the day uh, to basically heat up the stills in order to boil the mash to turn into spirit. Uh, so it didn't smoke, so it was a particular favourite of the illicit distillers. Easier to hide. Now, I do have some notes here, so if you do see me reading, that's what I'm reading. Uh, but basically, between its inception and 1958, the distillery operated with only two stills. After that date, they added more stills, up to 13, if my memory serves me correctly, by 1964. However, capacity was increased even further, and by 1974, the distillery was running 12 wash stills and 11 spirit stills. This makes 23 stills in total this made Tamatin the biggest distillery in Scotland producing over 12.5 million litres of spirit every single year mental now the majority of the spirit that was made at whiskey uh, was sold on to third parties such as Shivas Regal, J&B Whiskey and of course Johnny Walker. This was for making their blended whiskies. The Matins main business was making spirit and whiskey to be put into blended whiskies, basically. About 80% of the company at that point. However, they were one of the very few in the beginning to offer uh, their own single malt whiskies. Uh, they first of all offered a five-year-old single malt uh, up until the point where they could also release a ten-year-old single malt. Now, due to declining sales of blended whiskey in the 1980s, that's basically what caused the distillery to be liquidated in 1984 and for Takara Shuzo, uh, to purchase the company in 1986 as whiskey was still quite big in Japan. This purchase made Tamatin the first fully owned Japanese distillery anywhere in Scotland. Ever since then, Tamatin have gone from strength to strength. They now run 12 stills, so they've taken out basically half of the stills that they had um, to make it 6 wash and 6 spirit. Ever since then, Tamatin have uh, gone from strength to strength. They now run 12 stills in total with 6 wash and 6 spirit stills and they have the capacity to produce around 5 and a quarter million litres of spirit every year. So they basically, again, they've just kind of halved um, what they were able to produce back in the day and therefore taking a little bit more time and a little bit more care into everything that they do. Um, however, the emphasis is, of course, now on their single malt range, not necessarily on their blended whiskey ranges. Now, talking about their ranges, uh, the like most distilleries, Tamatin has a number of ranges available. Their core range uh, consists of the Legacy, which is also known as Ducas in America. Uh, that is this one it is a non-age statement some people prefer to call them NAS but non-age statement whiskey the legacy or Ducas uh, which is D-L sorry D-U-L-C-H-A-S and that's where it's known uh, sorry that's what it's known as over the other side of the Atlantic so they have the legacy or the Ducas they then have the 12 year old then it's the 14 the cask strength, an 18-year-old, 
uh, a 30 year old and a 36 year old that now these are the core range those basically at this moment in time you can buy at any point throughout the course of the year they're always available at this particular time some things will probably be removed as time moves on but at the moment that's what it is so again that's legacy or Ducas. Uh, the 12 year old, the cask strength, the 14 year old, the 18 year old, 30 and 36. They also produce a PT or a smoked uh, whiskey uh, called Kubokan or Kubokan, uh, as well as the antiquity ranges of blended whiskies. Now, Kubokan is uh, really, really nice. It's very good if you're able to get a hold of some. Uh, I do have one, maybe two bottles uh, back at my mum and dad's somewhere. Um, but it is a it is a very, very nice whiskey. It's basically tomatin, but with some added smoke. Very, very nice. Uh, so as I mentioned before, I'm going to re- today review the whiskey that I fell in love with. Uh, the first one from the first sip uh, that I knew that I was going to fall in love with. Uh, now, of course, I am going to be biased because of uh, because of that particular reason, because it is the first one that I uh, that I did truly love. Uh, but it is essentially like going back home. You know, I've drank a lot of whiskey in in between that first ever sip uh, of a of my kind of first ever proper single malt. I've drank a lot of whiskey since then, um, so it's kind of like going back home. Uh, you know, sometimes you like it, sometimes you don't. So we'll just see what uh, what we think. Uh, so first off, I do have to thank Jennifer Masson and Lauren Braithwaite at Tomatin for organising and sending me these uh, samples. Um, I'm not being paid for this review either, just in case anybody starts worrying. Um, again, I'm the, I, I, I like to keep things as honest as, as possible and uh, I'm not really into getting paid to do stuff, you know, for advertising and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, uh, I, I do really like Tomatin products. Um, so again, I just want to thank Jennifer and Lauren for organising these. So they have sent me four whiskies. Uh, you've already seen two of them. So we have the the Legacy. I'll do that one probably next week. We have the 12-year-old. That's the one we're focusing on today. Uh, but then I also have a couple of um, UK, well I have a UK exclusive here, now this is a UK exclusive 2006 Fino Sherry Cask, bottled at 46% now, there you go, it doesn't even have a proper label, it's been written in pen on a white label, so that one's going to be special. Uh, and I've not opened any of these either, so I don't, I've not even had a wee nose at them. Um, however, Tomatin also do a great range called Decades so this is Decades 2 which I've never actually tried before but I really really like the concept so I'll obviously tell you a little bit more about the concept of Decades and then this is 46% alcohol by volume so I do have four uh, that we are going to be trying throughout the course of the time so again we're going to start here with the 12 year old Now I'm going to take one of my uh, little whiskey glasses I think this one is a uh, I can't even read that. Kilhoman. This is uh, this glass came from Kilhoman uh, Distillery in Isla. Um, I have another one here as well from Dalwini. Um, I've got quite a few of these kind of little mini glasses. Um, but uh, yeah, so what we're going to do is we're going to crack this open for the first time. You probably hear that. Uh, 
Lovely. So I'm going to pour that in. Oh, don't need too much. We don't need too much. I'll finish the, re the rest before I go to my bed. Probably. Uh, now what I like to do, so I'd, I've never done this on camera before. I have recorded a couple of videos before but then never made them public. Uh, so what I like to do is I like to let this sit in the glass for a couple of minutes before we start doing anything to it. And that just kind of allows it to um, air out a little bit. Um, so basically I'm, I'll just tell you a little bit about it and a little bit more about it before we start getting into the tasting. So again it's 12 years old. Uh, now what that means is uh, the liquid inside of this bottle, the whiskey which is inside of this bottle, has been matured for a minimum of 12 years. That's not to say that uh, there isn't any older whiskey in this. There could be a 55 or 1000 year old whiskey inside of this but because the youngest whiskey that is in this bottle is 12 years old it is the minimum age okay uh, again I think I've mentioned a couple of times before I'm not really into whiskey snobbery um, at all uh, if it tastes good it tastes good um, just because it's older and it's more expensive and it's more rare does not make it a better whiskey this non-age statement legacy here in my opinion could probably taste better than a 50 year old whiskey and this is you know less than 30 pounds or around about 30 pounds to buy a bottle you know in comparison to 30,000 300,000 3 million pounds for a bottle of 50 year old whiskey and this one would somehow taste better you know snobber I don't like it but there you go uh, so it's 12 years old it's 43% alcohol by volume uh, so if you want to know what the proof of that is you double that so that would be 86% proof probably being shouted at by my mum for my terrible mathematics but I think that's what 43 plus 43 would be <laughs> I'm not into maths I don't really do maths very well uh, so yeah it's 12 years old 43 point uh, sorry 43% alcohol by volume uh, so it spends most of its life uh, in ex-bourbon casks so these bourbon casks are brought over from America now to make bourbon uh, you're only allowed to use the oak casks once you can only, and it needs to be a virgin oak cask. So, um, so they basically make a bunch of casks out of virgin oak. They then, uh, in America, they then mature their bourbon in it for however long. Uh, then after that, they are no longer allowed to use that for bourbon making ever again. So what do we do? We buy them and we use them as many times as we want. Um, we tend to stick usually around about three four five times and then after that they get discarded uh, but uh, so this one is is matured mostly in a bourbon cask and then after that it spends um, between six and nine months finishing in an oloroso sherry cask so on the bottle it does say uh, bourbon and sherry casks um, that it's been matured in so it spends most of its life in the next bourbon cask. It's then finished for around six to nine months inside of an Oloroso sherry cask. And that just kind of brings out a little bit more sweetness and a bit more flavour. So what I'm not a professional in any way. I just like, you know, if you know, so if I like something, I want to kind of promote it out there for you. Um, so you know I've read up about what the flavors um, I should be should be in this so until I kind of get a proper palette to it I can't really kind of say for sure uh, 
um, what flavours it is that I'm looking for. I'm, you know, I'm hoping to get to that point where I can do it for myself. Um, so what I've done is I've kind of collated off of a few websites the, the sort of tasting notes that you would be expecting from the Tomatin 12. Um, so in the first initial taste, we should, uh, it says here, we should get butter, raisins and almonds. Now, of course, again, there's no butter, there's no raisins and there's no almonds in this. You know, some people think that, that, you know, it's like, oh, that tastes nutty. There must be nuts in it. I'm allergic to nuts kind of thing. There isn't. So it's it just it gives you that, that reminder of butter, uh, raisins and almonds. And then with a the kind of first uh, full sip you should, or, or in the tongue, you should get um, sort of an oaky vanilla, fresh mint, ginger and orange peel is what you should get as well uh, with the finish being currant buns barley and raspberry jam now all of that sounds absolutely bloody amazing doesn't it of course it does um, so yeah so my tasting um, kind of ritual is again we've left this in the glass we've let it air out for a couple of minutes you then want to nose it now when you nose it you don't just put it straight in and go <laughs> and huff straight up, you're probably going to pass out, especially if it's, you know, on the higher end of the alcohol by volume scale. Um, that's not what you want to do. You want to keep your mouth very slightly open and you want to move the whiskey between each nostril because you've got different receptors in every nostril. By keeping your mouth open, it will sort of come out and then you'll start to taste it at the back of your throat before you've even actually tasted it. So we give it a right good nose before we start. Now, I'm definitely getting the vanilla side of things. It's kind of got in with the mint as well. Now, I know that's supposed to be in the taste, but you know how you get that kind of nice spearmint kind of um, effect at the back of your tongue when you have a bit of chewing gum or something like that. Um, but yeah. Um, now notice that this has just been poured straight from the bottle straight into the glass I've not put anything else in this there is no ice in this glass there is nothing else in this glass whatsoever I do have a glass of water which I will um, after I'll show you this is basically my little ritual that I do for trying uh, out new whiskies all the time so you have it in your glass you let it swirl around you give it a right good nose Now it's it's quite it's very sweet on the nose, but it also doesn't linger for very long. So it's quite a short nose. Um, so what I mean by that is it doesn't sort of stick in your nostrils like some whiskies would. Um, it sort of comes and then it leaves quite gracefully. A gracefully smelling whiskey. Yeah. It's just, it smells gorgeous. Let's give it a wee try. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to have three sips because the first sip is not going to give me the best interpretation of it. It's only going to be once my tongue has been kind of coated in the oils and, and the liquid. And then after the second and then the third, that's when you're going to start really tasting it. So the first little sip here. Now, a lot of people say keep it in your mouth for 12 seconds. 12 years old, keep it in your mouth for a minimum of 12 seconds. It's just whatever you're comfortable with, right? If you're only comfortable with keeping it there for a couple of seconds, fair enough. But 
you know, you can start burning off your taste buds uh, after a while. So, one last little nose. Now, without a doubt, the first flavour and the first taste of it is quite oaky. Um, it's quite earthy. Uh, it's still sweet, but yeah, it is quite oaky and earthy. Now that's, again, you can't really taste anything for the first time on the first sip because it's the first time that you've had it. It is quite spicy as well, but it's kind of quite a flat spice. Uh, it's not like, um, you know, it's not like hot spicy. It's just kind of like, oh, peppery, I would probably say, which kind of goes against everything, which it should, um, as, uh, as other professionals have said. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to go in for a second. Yeah, there you go. So a lot of that oakiness has kind of gone away. Like the kind of quite dark oakiness to it. And it's now sort of, yeah, starting to kind of level out a bit. Get a wee bit sweeter. Still does have that sort of little tang at the back. Um, so I think one of the flavours was ginger. And I think that's what it, that's what it's reminded me of. It's reminded me of that sort of uh, ginger, you know, kind of... Again, it's not spicy, but it's it's like, yeah, um, kind of, I don't know, kind of almost drying um, sort of thing. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> so, yeah, we're going to go in for another, for the third. And yeah, there you go. It's really starting to, mm. yeah. It's, um, so now I'm really starting to get the barley um, that I've mentioned. I'm not getting raspberry jam, but I'm definitely getting barley. Um, again, that's some of that oakiness is kind of still there. It is a little bit earthy, a little bit on the earthy side, but overall, it is a very nice and um, sweet. Um, kind of whiskey. Uh, now what I'm going to be doing is I'm just going to put a little bit more back into the glass because I'm going to put some water in um, and especially show you what I do with the water. Now I like to start with one drop and then potentially progress to two. Um, these are called the angel's tears. So what I've got is I've got a glass of water here and I'm going to take my fingers clean and wash my hands before we start it. So I'm just going to take my finger, I'm going to dip my finger into the water. And then when I bring my finger out, there'll be a drop of water right on the edge of my finger. And I'm just going to flick that into the glass. Now I'm actually, that wasn't quite so successful. There we go. 
going to cleanse the palette a little bit. And just going to swirl that into the whiskey, make sure that the drops of water were there. I see that's just a couple of drops of water. Maybe maybe that was even up to maybe three. Now that's bringing out the orange. So that's bringing it. That's to me is starting to bring out the orange peel. So you're starting to release flavors because, like again, as I mentioned in the whiskey episode, you put water into this and it's, it's so see there's like a layer of oil on the top, and when you break that with the water it releases everything that's underneath and it brings it right the way up so it changes the whole nose it changes the flavor of the whiskey it doesn't necessarily it only starts to water your whiskey down when you start getting to the point of actually adding a huge amount of water into it um you know even 50 50 i just find that wrong uh, but a couple of drops of water does help the whiskey as well it gives you know starts to bring out some more of the complex flavors so yeah, it's it's definitely kind of weakened it a little bit in the nose. It's still a wee hint of the spiciness, but it's definitely bringing out some some sort of orange and ginger, actually orange and ginger. So we'll give it go for another sip. Yeah. Now, it's not very often that I would say this, but that's a little bit better. I'm getting... I'm not getting raspberry jam, but I am getting raspberry. That's, uh, that's actually quite interesting. <laughs> that's the first time I think I've ever properly tasted that. Um, yeah, sort of a little bit of cinnamon, so that's, that's kind of the current bun kind of thing coming out. Um, yeah, a couple of drops of water in it. Oh, this is this is... Uh, so again, I'm very surprised, but that's improved um, this by uh, by all manners of yeah. Mm. I'm now starting to see it. I know again I'm not getting the butter but kinda yeah, raisins almost and, and almonds as well, especially in, in the mouth. Um the afterwards you you're kinda getting again those kind of almost spices, a little bit peppery, um but cinnamon, ginger, orange for sure. And again that sort of sweet kind of raspberry thing going on in the background too is very interesting um, I'm just going to see if I just add another drop or two and I'm literally just adding drops like I'm not putting any huge amount of, like you wouldn't be able to tell there was any water in that at all now that's marzipan so another couple of drops and then again it starts to release even more flavours Mmm. Mmm. That was almost syrupy. So it was like breakfast syrup. 
What's that? Maple syrup. <laughs> Breakfast syrup. But yeah. Almost sort of maple syrup. Now again, you know, this is something I'm not used to personally is adding water to whiskey, but I'm doing it so that you can see that I've done it from essentially straight out of the bottle to, um, yeah, so yeah, I would say three, four drops and I mean literally drops off the end of your finger, not from a dropper or from any fancy device straw just your finger in some water game changer hmm Yeah. So, there you go. So that is the Tomatin 12. And that's made me a happy bunny. Uh, pears and a subtle suggestion of nut before the long, lingering, pleasingly oily finish. Um, I can see where... The, so, sorry, I'm reading this straight from the bottle rather than now from the tasting notes. Um, pears, I can kind of see that. Um, subtle suggestion of nut. I think probably where the marzipan comes into things. So yeah. Um, now, as a review, um, I think I've I've not even really settled on ratings um, as such. Um, for me, I mean, if I had to put a number on it, it's a solid seven every single time. Um, I, there's there's just absolutely nothing wrong um, with the tomato whatsoever. Um, as I say, I mean, I'll, I'll even quite happily take another couple of sips just kind of straight out of the bottle again. Um, same glass that I was just on. So there'll still be a little bit of water in there, but... Um, yeah. Um, it's super fruity. It's definitely a lot of fruit kind of things going on there. And yeah, as I say, just a kind of solid seven. Um, like it'll never drop below that. And it'll never um, get sort of any better than that. And I mean, there's nothing better than having a good solid seven uh, kind of in there, you know. Um, so yeah. Um, I do recommend the uh, Tomatin 12 year old and uh, I am hoping to have some interesting news for you in regards to the Tomatin ranges uh, and uh, hopefully I'll tag it on at the end of this episode but there you go, Tomatin 12 year old single malt from up in the highlands of Scotland uh, the Scottish History Podcast rating a good 7 out of 10 you can't beat it a couple of splashes of water and it brings it to life. Um, however, even now, even after, yeah, that's that's again just another one, sort of straight out of the bottle, just mixing with what was already in the glass there. Perfect. Absolutely perfect. Solid 7 out of 10. So, folks, 
thank you very much for uh, staying put and watching us. Hopefully, as the episodes go on, they won't be quite as long um, as we, you know, as you kind of start to get used to it and as I start getting used to this. Um, but at the end of the day, uh, Tomatin, 12 year old single malt, if you can grab yourself a hold of it, once again, here it is. Uh, if you can grab yourself a hold of a bottle of it, then do it. It is one worth keeping up there. Um, prices online, certainly for the UK, um, are anywhere between £35 to £45-ish. Um, and it's a, a well-worthy addition to your liquor cabinet. So, yeah. So, for this week on the Whiskey Wednesday, Scottish History Podcast Whiskey Wednesday, uh, Tomatin 12-year-old, 7 out of 10. Can't beat it. It's just, it is what it is. So, folks, I'll uh, see you again next week. Cheers. So, Tomatin Distillery have very kindly decided to offer the listeners of the Scottish History Podcast an exclusive 10% discount. Uh, off of any of the following from their website so you can uh, so when you order the tomatin legacy the 12 year old the cask strength the 14 year old the 18 year old or the uk exclusive 2006 pheno and decades two so if you fancy purchasing a bottle of either of those uh, from their shop which is tomatindistillery.shop that's tomatindistillery.shop I'll have that down at the bottom here somewhere or up here-ish so that you can find it Uh, so when you go there and uh, you go to the checkout and enter the discount code SCOTTPOD so S-C-O-T-P-O-D all one word so if you enter in that as the discount code you will get 10% off of their legacy 12 year old cask strength 14 18 the 2006 uk exclusive pheno and decades two so if you go to buy a bottle of that you'll get 10 percent off which i think is an absolutely fantastic gesture from a fantastic whiskey distillery so once again that's tomatindistillery.shop enter the discount code scottpod to receive 10 percent off of your purchase